I'm calling it the Ukrainian bride business is dead, kaput. At the very best, it's on life support and is brain dead. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about the multi-billion dollar industry pitching Ukrainian traditional brides to uh, potential Western suitors. Let's get into it and explain to you. It's going to surprise you actually the dynamics and the reasons as to the death knell from this pretty scurrilous industry. Poyekhali. Sar experience. Privit from what I used to formally call quite often scam central Odessa Mama. As much as I love Odessa and Ukraine, this city in particular was afflicted with a large number of scams revolving around this whole, for want of a better word, mail order bride industry. Basically, the whole business was predicated on an exchange between the higher socioeconomic status of many Western men, obviously signed up for their services, and the relatively higher attractiveness in terms of beauty of Ukrainian women in exchange. Right? That was basically the main fulcrum of the business here in Ukraine in the 1990s. There was a complete socioeconomic collapse as a result of the implosion of the Soviet Union and many women were desperate. The situation here indeed I guess was desperate and it was a time also when there wasn't really an easy way to travel. Ukrainians need visas, it was expensive, it was very hard to get a visa. Uh, where would they meet Western men? There weren't there wasn't so much tourism, I guess, from the West here in Ukraine at the time. And into that void jumped some entrepreneurs, should we say, who then provided, you know, an interface, a website in which Western men could meet local Ukrainian women and presumably take them out of, you know, be that kind of white knight coming in to save milady and take her off to the relative security of the West. Now, how are these companies making money in say the 2020s or late 2010s? Well, it was primarily through a couple of ways. One was that they were doing what's known as letter writing. Now I have a lot of videos on my YouTube channel here. I even started a premium online course called Slavic Scambuster Secrets because letter writing is basically when, I mean, they don't actually write physical letters anymore. They write messages or maybe they even have upgraded that to some video chat, but basically you're paying for communication, right? So the Western guy is sitting there, he's uh, probably to put it on flattering, maybe an uh, um, overweight gentleman in his 50s from somewhere in the Midwest in, in the US, and uh, he doesn't have many dating options back home. And he goes online and he starts talking to these Slavic beauties who are willing to entertain him for a fee. In fact, when you look at many of these websites as I did this morning, to see if they still exist even, a lot of them don't even talk about, they might have bride in the name, but they actually just talk about that you're paying for communication to talk to people, because that's basically what you are doing. You are basically paying a fee to talk to someone. Now, if you can't even see them and talk to them in real time on you know, a video chat, uh, you're, prob you're probably not even talking to that person. My girlfriend here, she is still receiving messages from these kind of agencies or middlemen who basically want to buy the rights to her photos to put in these kind of websites because these websites don't actually guarantee you're talking to that person if you read the small print quite often. And basically, yeah, it's like a modeling job. They just take her, her image, like instead of selling shampoo, she's would basically be like selling the idea of being this girl on the internet. Of course, she doesn't do that. 
But yeah, that's basically what's going on. They basically charge you guys to communicate. It is, putting it this way, if you were paying for communication, you're off your rocker. <laughs> At this stage, you were not really been scammed. There's so much information here on YouTube and other places if you do your research. Obviously, if you're someone who has come across my video now, just stop it. And some, the basic pitches that these women have, the looks of a supermodel, but with the mores of your grandma, right? And uh, they built up this kind of myth, I guess. Now, the other way that they were doing this and making money was through uh, running tours. So they would bring a bunch of uh, Western guys together, put, and then bring them around, introduce the women, it could be introductions, or they were running what's known as socials. These are basically just big parties where they have a complete overkill of uh, Ukrainian women uh, in terms of a ratio versus the ratio of men. So maybe there's like 10 guys who paid to be there and there's like maybe 100, 200 women. So it's a complete overkill. They have absolutely no chance to speak to most of the women and they just basically, all their sensors <laughs> are completely overloaded. And uh, yeah, so that's basically how they were making money. In my opinion, extremely uh, unlikely that you're going to meet someone using any of these uh, methods, but some people do. Not saying no one ever did. I've met guys who have. But in general, considering it's a multi-billion dollar industry, extremely inefficient and much of it, the overall majority, a complete scam. So why has that changed? Let's get into the next clip and all that. Why it's dead. So in August 2021, I made a video predicting that the mail-order bride industry here in Ukraine was doomed. And in fact, it's actually a shot in Kherson, which was liberated a few days ago uh, by the Ukrainian forces. Actually, President Zelensky of Ukraine is there today when I'm filming this video. Just actually give you a big hint about the big change. Obviously, you've been living under a rock if you haven't noticed that uh, Russia launched a full-blown invasion of Ukraine on February 24th. 2022. And as a result, this process, uh, the downward decline of this industry has accelerated. So let me explain some of the dynamics as to why. I'm here in Odessa, Ukraine, you can see, but I'm one of the few foreigners who's probably here because obviously it's not entirely safe to be in Ukraine. We have a, it's a country at war. There's a risk of a drone attack, a rocket attack by Russian forces here. So as you can imagine, there's no real international tourism in Ukraine for the moment. And as a result, one of those ways that I outlined how this business makes money, i.e. tours or socials, um, introductions in person in Ukraine, completely dead because basically guys are not willing to travel from the West to come here. And I completely understand why, because it's not safe, right? So obviously that's one of the big money spinners completely gone. So what they can continue to do, I guess, is do what they've been doing before, which is continue online. And the letter writing scams, I guess those can continue. I've looked at a lot of their websites and they can host like kind of Speed, speed dating rooms, use that online and allow people to meet, you, meet each other that way. That's one way. Or they can arrange just for one-to-one -one kind of introductory calls with women. But you got to remember how the dynamics have changed locally with this uh, February 24th invasion. I made, you know, I left here on February 25th originally and I made a vlog about leaving and as a result millions and millions of Ukrainians also left here, left the city of Odessa, left Kiev, left Kharkiv, left Mykolaiv, Kherson, obviously, an awful lot of people left. And most of those were women and children or the elderly, because 
men of military age here in Ukraine uh, were not allowed to leave by and large without a justification. So you can imagine that that has changed the dating dynamics on the ground in Ukraine quite a lot and also for Ukrainians who have left. In general, my observation is that whilst a lot of people have come back to Ukraine in the last few months, they are mainly, um, if they're women, women who have boyfriends or husbands or a family and they are not single uh, because in general they would be coming back uh, to maybe see their husband or their boyfriend because he might be in the military, he might be here uh, do, still living and working as a civilian. And the women who are abroad are the vast majority of Ukrainian women who are single and probably the ones that are most interested in meeting a foreigner, right? So those women are just not here and they are now in the West. Most of them are in the European Union. Those women can actually, I'll put it to you this way, actually a Ukrainian passport is now for moving relocation stronger than say my Irish passport <laughs> because if I want to move to the US it's not going to be as straightforward as it would be for a Ukrainian. Remember in the beginning I said that the kind of premise of this whole business was this implicit exchange between socioeconomics and beauty. And the socioeconomics, well, because the Ukrainian passport is now so strong, they can move to the West and you know they can have the same rights as basically a European Union citizen. They'll get a job, they'll be helped by the government while they're looking for a job. Those women, and now we get on to the beauty part of the equation, well, why was there beauty fame? Because on average, Eastern European women are more beautiful than Western European women. On average, not saying every single one, don't go mad in the comments, but that's just basically uh, a truism at this stage. Now, those women who are Ukrainian, they are in the West. So we'll use that scale. That's not great, but one to 10 in terms of beauty. Maybe there are six in Ukraine. They're hanging out in London or they're hanging out in my hometown of Galway in Ireland. And they've gone from a six to an eight on the local beauty scale. And what that means is that they have a lot of more options than they would have had before the war in Ukraine, ceteris paribus. The socioeconomic part of that equation is already taken care of and their dating options are way better than before. So they definitely don't need the Ukrainian bride business anymore if they want to become a Ukrainian bride with a Western man, they're already there. And think about it, the women who are here in Ukraine a little bit, well, most of the other Ukrainian women who are single have left. So, and it's obviously the single Ukrainian men have not left in general. So they also have way more options than they had before. And also with this war, I think there's been uh, a renewed appreciation of Ukrainian men by Ukrainian women, because those are the guys on the front lines defending this country from Russian aggression and savagery. And, you know, those kind of more basic instincts kick in, which is self-preservation. And obviously those guys who are willing to go out and fight in the front line in the Ukrainian armed forces are definitely seen as the real men. And if you're a Western guy, suddenly showed up here in Odessa with a marriage agency uh, thinking that, oh, you know, there are no foreigners here at the moment, no tourists. So they must all be desperate to leave Ukraine. Uh, number one, they can all leave anyways. They don't need to find a foreign husband to do that. And they're probably not going to see as particularly high value vis-a-vis -vis their other options if they've stayed or if they are in the European 
Union or somewhere else in the West at the moment. They've already made it there. So there behind me, you can see the Odessa Opera House, quite famous landmark here in the city center. I actually shot a video there with a, an American guy who has a Ukrainian um, partner and a child, and he was out on the front lines. So there you go. That's how you impress the Ukrainian girls if you're going to come here at the moment. That's the real man mindset. So he, he obviously had, if you haven't seen the video, I'll link it up above down below in the description, but he had previously served in the US military. So he was actually uh, had the right skill set in order to do that. I'm not encouraging you to go out and fight if you're not trained properly. So in conclusion, it is the death of an industry that I'll be personally happy to see the end of the back of because it was a stain on Ukraine's reputation also here in, in, in Odessa in particular because it was centered a lot around this city. Many of these uh, Ukrainian bridal agencies were based here. So what should you do as a result uh, if <laughs> you are looking to meet the beautiful women of Eastern Europe? Well, I was never in that business, the mail order bride business or pitching Ukrainian brides. I did help my clients come to countries like Ukraine and 5X their lifestyle. Most of my clients who moved to the region uh, prior to this war were basing themselves in Ukraine. And then, you know, there were single guys that were meeting the local girls here uh, organically with a strategy and doing very well. But alas, it is not a realistic option for now. Um, so what do you do? Well, I, basically I've been on this mission for the last couple of months, checking out the alternatives in the region, namely Moldova. I just got back from Kazakhstan. Yes, Kazakhstan. And I have a few videos already that I'll link above in cards down below in the description to this video. I'll give you an idea about those countries as alternatives. I'm also gonna go probably in the next few months to Georgia, Latvia, and Poland, maybe some other parts of the Baltics and give you some reports from those countries as well. Been pretty impressed by Kazakhstan and Moldova in any case over the last few months. So if you are looking for some bespoke advice about what to do going forward, have my consulting down below. There is a link in the description to that and we can jump on a call. We can figure out a bespoke plan for you about how you can meet the beautiful women of Eastern Europe and also 5X your lifestyle by relocating part of the year between three and 12 months. So from beautiful free Odessa, Ukraine, Slava Ukraini, Ron Slava, I'll see you in the next video from a different location. Ciao, ciao. Sar Experience.